Hello, everyone. It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 163, season seven. Today's date is September 17th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's show, I will talk about Corvette's discount stores, which also stood for EJ Corvette. Uh, I'll talk about its history and my memories of the store. Also, uh, I will discuss two TV sitcoms from the 1970s that this week celebrate their 50th anniversary of their debut on television. First one is Maud, and the second one is The Bob Newhart Show. And third, I will talk about my first, my very first car that I owned, and that is the 1986 Chevrolet Cavalier. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know that that one's very uh, personal to me, so it's uh, it's kind of nice. Okay, right now the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by La Pizzeria Frozen Pizza, <laughs> and uh, this commercial is from 1978. So uh, just sit back and enjoy, and relax. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. For the next few seconds. We're going to make your mouth water. It's the best way we know to show you why we named this frozen pizza La Pizzeria. Just look at all that gooey cheese and sauce. Like Pizzeria Pizza. And big hunks of sausage and pepperoni. Like Pizzeria Pizza. So what else could we name it but La Pizzeria? The frozen pizza that's as good as pizza you go out for. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial for La Pizzeria Frozen Pizza. Uh, I remember this brand. Uh, I don't know much history about that. I tried to research. I didn't find uh, very little. I found very little about this. Uh, I think it was made in manufacturing in New York, and then they brought it here. And I remember, I remember this uh, brand during when I was in high school, at Bogan High School. And I remember the commercials and all that. And uh, I don't think I ever tried this one. I don't think so. I don't think my mother bought this. You know, she used to buy John's frozen pizza. I talked about that on previous uh, podcast episodes. Uh, there was also uh, Tostino's. Remember that? And uh, there were others. Uh, right now, you know, I frozen pizza once in a while it has improved over the years you know it's famous for its cardboard crust but uh it's changed somewhat and there there are a couple of them that are real good one is home run in i like that uh if you go to the restaurant it's awesome and also uh palermo's that was on that's on 95th street uh, in ocalon uh, it's good pizza but i i bought a frozen one it was pretty good you know, and uh, you always have the rising cross and all that. But uh, I still miss John's. <laughs> I really do. And so do a lot of people in Chicago. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was going to talk about uh, Corvette's discount stores. Also, two sitcoms from the 1970s that celebrate, they're going, that celebrate their 50th anniversary this week. Uh, Maud and the Bob Newhart Short. Bob Newhart show, excuse me. And uh, I will talk about my first car I ever owned, the 1986 Chevrolet Cavalier. So, yeah, this will be fun. 
Okay, first off, we're going to talk about Corvettes. Okay, and uh, this comp it was uh, it was called EJ Corvette, also known as Corvettes, and that was a chain of of discount department stores, just like I discussed previously. Like, uh, for example, Shoppers World, uh, Tops, also uh, oh, I can't think of the um, Turnstile, Zare. Uh, you know, and other ones like uh, Kmart. First it was Kresge's, then Kmart, and then there were others that uh, continue. And remember Ames? You know, I'll talk about that someday. And uh, this was founded in 1948 in New York City by two men. And uh, they were veterans of World War II. Uh, the first man was Eugene Furkoff, and his friend was Joe Zwillenberg. So that's where they get the E and the J, their first initials of their first names. Now, there's there's this rumor that's going on that it was found by eight Jewish veterans from the Korean War. That's been going that's been circulating around for years, but it's not true. That's not that they did not name that. Uh, they did not name the store after those guys. Uh, I don't know how it started. Who started it? That's silly. <laughs> and uh it became very successful, and uh, they, uh, you know, they expanded in New York City, mostly in Manhattan. I don't know if they expanded in other boroughs like Brooklyn or the Bronx or Queens. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. They did. Yeah, and they expanded to the suburbs, you know, probably New Jersey, too, most likely. And uh, let's see. And then in it did enter in the Chicago market in the early 60s and let's see and uh the first two the first two stores that opened in chicago uh, according to uh the chicago tribune it was in 1963 and one was at uh in Elmhurst at route 83 in st charles road and the other one was in oaklawn at 87th street and cicero and uh, that replaced a theater a movie the- a drive-in theater i forget the name of the theater uh, because I remember, uh, I remember telling me about that. Some people said that it, it got caught fire, but it was there for a long time. I can't think of it right now. And, uh, then there were four more stores open. Uh, the other one was at, uh, Madison at, uh, US route, US route 30 and Crawford Avenue, which is Pulaski. That's what we call uh, the other one was at Arlington Heights at West Rand Drive at Ar- and Arlington Heights Road. And the sixth one was in North Riverside uh, at Sir Mark, Sir Mac Road and Harlem Avenue at the North, at, by the mall. Yeah, I don't think it was by at the mall. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. So uh, my memory, um, in the 1960s, they, uh, what was famous about is their uh, record and auto division. And, uh, that's what drive the uh, sales force, you know, uh, made it business because they had a great record department and uh, probably radios too and any listening device. And uh, also they had surveys of, uh, you know, what was the top 10, you know, top 40 and all that. So it was, uh, that was good. It was very nice. And uh, my memories of the store was at 87th and Cicero. I applied there for a job uh, when I was in high school. Didn't get it. Um, 
And the one famous photo that's floating around the internet and also on Facebook uh, is a picture of Corvettes and there's a tornado in the background. And that's a famous night, uh, tornado that, you know, that uh, there was a lot of destruction in Oakland, Illinois, and that caused a lot of damage. And it's right in the background. And you see that. So that was, it could be, Cor yeah, it was Corvettes and Dominic's. I think Dominic's was there at the time, you know, because uh, I used to shop there a lot. And, uh, I went once or twice. It was a nice store. They had uh, good uh, merchandise. Uh, my mother went there maybe about a couple of times uh, because it was out of her way. You know, she did. Uh, and uh, then Corvettes, uh, you know, they had some problems and some competition. And uh, then the then it closed in 1980. And I think in... Chicago, they closed, I think, earlier, probably 1979 or something like that, probably when I was in high school. And uh, it was, it was I think they had a tire store, too. I remember seeing ads about that. And uh, so what I said about the eight Jewish Korean War veterans, that's just an urban legend. I don't know why they said that, because uh, the founder, Eugene Furkoff, he died in uh, June 5th, 2012. He said, no, that was based on my first, the first initial of my first name and my partner's name of his first initial. So it was Je Eugene and Joe like that. And uh, so it was funny. <laughs> but, you know, people miss this store a lot, you know, who lived at that time in the 60s and the 70s. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good store. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about uh, two TV sitcoms that premiered in this week from the 1970s, uh, 50 years ago. First one was Maud, and the other one was the Bob Newhart Show. Okay, and I, I'll talk about Maud first. And uh, this is one of my favorite uh, shows in the 70s. Uh, I love this is a spinoff of All in the Family. This premiered on September 12, 1972, and it ended April 22, 1978. And uh, starred B. Arthur, famous for Golden Girls as Dorothy Zbornak. Um, she was a outspoken, political, liberated woman living in Tuckahoe, in outside of New York. She had her fourth husband, Walter. People ask, uh, people are fascinated by her marriages. You know, like uh, who were who were who were their husbands? And I, I remember there was Chester, Barney, and Albert. <laughs> So uh, she first appeared in a in an episode of All in the Family. She played. She was Edith Cousins. Uh, no, Edith Bunker's cousin. Excuse me. And uh, she was a uh, that that episode is a classic because she was uh, she butted heads with Archie Bunker and they were arguing. It was hilarious. Too loud. You know, they, they seem like they, they should be married, but it was hilarious. And then she appeared again at and. Uh, at the end of that season, and uh, Archie and Edith visited the house because they were going to uh, Maud's daughter's Maud daughter's wedding. Carol it was played by a different actress, and uh, that was funny too. And then they offered her a show in '72, and created by Norman Lear, and she said yes. So I remember watching the show. Uh, one memory of this show: uh, I was in school. 
probably about fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade. And uh, I went to Correos Elementary School. This was located at Damon Avenue before we moved to Bellas Hills. Uh, there was a priest there. His name was Father Andrew. Uh, we had Father Byron, but there was, uh, but he was an assistant or he just helped out. Uh, but he also taught religion, but he was a very, he was not a very popular priest. <laughs> and uh, he was too strict, very serious, oh, and very intimidating. So one day he taught religion uh, in class and he asked me a question about the Bible, you know, but this was my fault. He told us to study. I didn't think of it. Uh, I didn't give a second thought that he would ask me. But the thing is, I did not study the Bible. You know, I, uh, he asked me a question and he goes, why didn't you know this? Well, what's wrong with you? What did you do? Did you study? Oh, no, I watched Maud. <laughs> I told the truth. <laughs> and he was furious. <laughs> so he sent me to the principal's office, which he was the principal at the time. And uh, some kids were like, laughing at me. They were making fun. But uh, when you look back, it's hilarious. But uh, I think it was the episode where uh, uh, Maude was doing, I don't know, she pretended to be a bird. And she was Maude Livingston Seagull. That was based on the uh, novel uh, John Livingston Seagull. It was a, a book, a very popular book at the time. <laughs> and that was funny. You know, and uh, I, I've told people over the years about this me- uh, about this memory. You know, and uh, I was I was uh, it was scary and humiliating. But um, but he didn't stay long. He left, and then we moved to Pale Hills, and he was gone. And we had another priest. And the show uh, was very uh, controversial. Sometimes they had uh, like more, like B. Arthur was on, only in one episode. I think it was one where she was uh, being, uh, she was in a psychiatrist's office and then she did like a one woman show. And it was pretty good. That was excellent. I liked that. And uh, they had a good uh, uh, supporting cast. There was Bill Macy played Walter Finley. Adrian Barbeau played Carol. Conrad Bain played Arthur Harmon. He went on to be to uh, different strokes. He played uh, Arnold Jackson's father. Then you have Rue McClan. She went to Golden Girls with uh, B. Arthur and Esther Roll, played Florida. And uh, she went on to her own show, Good Times. And then we have Hermione Badley, who played Mrs. Nogatuck. I love Mrs. Nogatuck. She was hilarious. You know, the British accent. But I like Florida better, you know. And then uh, it ran for six seasons. Then it went to reruns. I remember it first ran on WGN-TV Channel 9 in Chicago, and I watched a few times, but I didn't watch the entire series. So, And then it went on to, uh, in the 80s, uh, to WGBO Channel 66 in Joliet. Remember that? And then uh, later on, it was released on DVD. I just bought the complete series about a couple months ago, and I watched the entire thing. I watched all the episodes, and I'm glad I did. And it's still hilarious. It's still funny, you know. Uh, It was a good show. It's not syndicated much, uh, because maybe it's, I don't know. There's some reasons for that. Okay. Okay, and next up, uh, I will talk about the Bob Newhart show, but right now I'll take a quick break. Okay, thank you, everyone. Okay, everybody, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that segment about Maud and uh, Corvettes, uh, discount stores. Uh, right now, I'm going to talk about the Bob Newhart Show. 
That premiered 50 years ago yesterday, September 16, 1972. And uh, it starred Bob Newhart. He's a comedian. Still the funniest man I ever I ever watched. I don't know why. I just look at him and start laughing. And uh, it premiered, uh, like I said, on September 16, 1972. Ended April 1st, 1978. And ran for six seasons, just like, uh, like Maud. And uh, everyone remembers the, the opening uh, theme song. Uh, the phone rang in his house. He answered. He said hello. And then the music starts and he comes out of the building. <laughs> uh, you know, his office building. And he's walking around. Now, when I posted a photo yesterday of him uh, entering the Chicago L, the elevated train. Some people call it the letter L or EL, whatever you want. It's fine. And uh, he was sort of... I don't know, inconsistent, not inconsistent, kind of bizarre because, uh, like, where he lived, he lived on the edge, he lived in the Edgewater neighborhood on the north side of Chicago, and it was the Thorndale Beach North Condominium Complex. And uh, this was right near um, St. Andrew's Greek Orthodox Church. And uh, she showed that. But the thing is, the L does not go to his apartment. <laughs> and uh, in the opening scene, there's the depot, the train depot, but the train depot does not look like a Chicago L depot. It does not look like we're, you know, at the stop. No, it doesn't look like that at all. <laughs> I wonder if Bob Newhart did this on purpose. I don't know why. Maybe he did. Uh, or the people who put, who compiled the, the opening thing, you know, with the, the film, Maybe they weren't, uh, I don't know, uh, informed or they didn't discuss it or consult it. Who knows? And that thing at the opening, there's Suzanne Plachette. She's greeting her at the door. They give her a kiss. And uh, that it was funny because when I posted that photo yesterday, everyone was going, oh, you know, they were nitpicking on that. But so what? I watched the show over, over the years, and uh, they did reference a few... Uh, things about Chicago, some with um, uh, suburbs, restaurant, maybe restaurants, but I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen the show in a long time. Uh, I should, I have a few episodes on DVD, but I should get the complete uh, set soon. And uh, so Bob Newhart, uh, he was a, a psychologist, and uh, and most of the activity happened in his home life, his work life. Uh, he had his uh, he had his receptionist Carol Kester, played by Marcia Wallace. Also Jerry Robinson. He was the dentist who was uh, across the hall, and uh, he also had his uh, patients. Uh, the one the most famous one was Elliot Carlin, played by Jack Riley. He was uh, he was annoying. He was terrible. <laughs> You know, and uh, sometimes uh, Bob Newhart would get aggravated <laughs> and start yelling. Also in the cast was Bill Daly, played Howard Borden, his neighbor. Famous for Roger Healy from I Dream of Genie. You know, I like him in this role. He's he's funny, you know, and he's from here. Well, actually, he's from, I think he's from Iowa. Then he came to Chicago. And uh, he did the phone bit. If you remember, Bob Newhart was a stand-up comic, and he did the phone bit. You know, he put his hand by his ear, and he did that for a couple seasons on the show. So it's a, it's a very good show. Uh, had great guest stars. 
you know, if you recognize a few. And uh, and then when the show ended, uh, he starred in the other sitcom, New Heart, that started in 1982 on the same network as CBS. Uh, at first, it was good comedy. Then it got a little wacky, you know, and uh, it's it was funny, but it got too weird. It was like Green Acres <laughs> to me. And also at the end of the show in 1990, uh, Suzanne Pochet, who played his wife, Emily, appeared on the show. And it was all a dream. So that's what it was. <laughs> that was a classic. Bob Newhart is still around. He's 93 years old. And uh, he's on Facebook. And he's on Twitter. <laughs> he has a Twitter account. So uh, that's that's good. I hope he's doing well. Because he's, he's a very funny man. I, I love him. He's just... Uh, we all adore them. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about my first car that I ever owned, and that is the uh, Chevrolet Cavalier. It was from 1986. Uh, first off, I'm going to play a commercial, and this commercial is from 1986, of course, and it's the Chevrolet Cavalier, and you could tell it's a 1980s commercial from the sound. You know, if you watch the commercial on YouTube, if you do a search, you would see, oh, it oozes 80s. <laughs> That's how it was. Oh, what, what a nice time. So here is the commercial for Chevrolet Cavalier. Thank you. You can take off, you can take it off. America's best-selling car line. The number one choice for people who know where they're going. Drive today, Chevy. Live today, Chevy. Cavalier. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Chevrolet Cavalier. Uh, let me give you a little, uh, well, brief history about the car. It was introduced in 1981 from General Motors and ended production in 2005. This replaced the Chevrolet Monza. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then after that, the Cavalier was discontinued. There was the Chevrolet Cobalt. I think that's how you pronounce it. And uh, they were very popular. Uh, that particular uh, uh, model was very good. It was a very good car. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was great driving in the snow. Yeah, I remember driving. It was uh, very durable like that. Okay, and uh, my memories of this car, so I'm going to start at the beginning. Um, I was graduating from DeVry Institute of Technology in May of 1986. And, uh, you know, I wasn't doing very well at school. So uh, my father promised me, he made, uh, I made a promise to my father. If you, if you finish the school, no matter how well you did or you did crappy, I will get you a car. And it's very understanding, you know, because uh, I was not that, a good student. So uh, so I did complete uh, my education. Then, uh, so uh, I remember we graduated from the Bryan Institute, and then we went to the uh, Paragon restaurant on 95th Street, west of Costner, right next to uh, Christ Hospital. Uh, that's been torn down since now. It's the parking lot. 
So, uh, in about a, during the summer of 86, we went car shopping. And uh, I remember a friend of my mother's mentioned, uh, I wasn't sure which car I wanted to buy because I'm, I'm not very familiar with cars. I'm not, uh, not a car enthusiast. And a friend of my mom suggested, why don't you get the Cavalier? I've heard good things about it. And he was right. You know, and uh, so the first dealership we found, uh, I don't know if we went to another one. I think we only went to one. I'm not sure. Uh, we went to Rizza Chevrolet. That's okay. That was located at, on Harlem Avenue in Bridgeview, like about 81st Street. And like that. Right now it's called Advantage, you know, and it was Rizza Chevrolet. And uh, we looked around and there was a Cavalier. And there was a blue one, and it caught my eye. And I said, oh, this is gorgeous. i got to buy this car. And my parents were with me. And they asked me, Pete, did you want this car? And I said, yes. I, I, you know, when you see something you like and it's inside you, you know it's for you. You know, it's, uh, it's right for you. You listen to your heart. So we bought it. I don't remember exactly how much I paid uh, back then. And uh, so we came home and celebrated, and I held that car until 1992. <laughs> so I've had it for about eight years. And uh, the other day I posted a photo. I found this photo of me and my mother standing in front of it at our old neighborhood. Well, we lived in the Ashburn neighborhood. And uh, when people saw that, oh, they loved that photo. And me with my dark black hair <laughs> and my 80s glasses. And that was a typical 80s uh, photo. I love that photo. And I have it right next to me. And uh, right after I graduated from DeVry, I was looking for jobs and all that. And uh, I couldn't find anything. So I, uh, someone got me a job at City Hall. I worked at the Board of Elections. I worked there for, you know, temporarily, and I stayed there until 80, 87, 88. Uh, I was there for a couple of years. That was it. And uh, so I looked for a job. I was searching, and then I got hired at uh, Macmillan Publishing up north. And that's when I started commuting with the Chevrolet Cavalier, and I did that for many – I did that for about eh, two years. Then, then my department where I worked, relocated downtown. I didn't need to drive anymore. I took the bus. Uh, the orange line was not uh, ready yet. Uh, not yet. It was building. And uh, and then the company moved to Oak Brook. Then I got laid up in 94. And then I was still driving. But uh, by the time we moved to Oak Brook, um, the car was falling apart. It was too many miles. And then I started buying Toyotas. So the first, the first Toyota... I bought it as a Corolla from 93. It was candy at apple red. Beautiful. And then I bought another Corolla in 2004. It's sand color. And now I bought another Corolla. <laughs> this is my third one. This one's black, and I bought it last year. You know, and uh, because, uh, you know, I recovered, you know, that was right before I was declared cancer-free. That was a month before. So that's coming up in about next month. That'll be one year cancer-free. But the Cavalier was very special because it was my first car. Everyone has a special memory of their first car. And uh, you live with that for the rest of your life, you know, because uh, I like the Cavalier, like too, but I didn't want to buy another American car. I don't know why. I just decided not to. 
So um, then when I posted the photo on Facebook and Twitter, people even there was one person he posted, he still had his, <laughs> he lived in Lake Geneva and it was looked like in great condition. It looked gorgeous. Oh, it looked beautiful. It really did. So that, that was special to me. It really was. Okay. That is all for this episode. Uh, I will do a, a quick recap. On this episode, I discussed Corvette's discount stores, also known as EJ Corvette in Chicago. Uh, I discussed the two sitcoms uh, that premiered this week uh, in Chicago uh, in the 1970s, Maud and the Bob Newhart Show. Also, and last, I talk about the 1986 uh, Chevrolet Cavalier, my first car. That's oh, uh, nice going down memory lane. Okay, uh, the next episode will be probably Tuesday. We'll see. I'll think of something when I'll talk about this. And then this episode will be published soon. You can listen wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. It'll also be posted on my social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, also on my YouTube channel. Uh, the stories. You know, I've got a lot of uh, inquiries. Like they want to listen. Where can I listen to this podcast? And you can listen on YouTube. If you can't listen on an app on your phone, if you have trouble with that, uh, just listen to YouTube. You know, just uh, go on the website, type in Vanish Chicago and Stories, and you will find all the podcast of ep- episodes available right up to now. This is 163, so I've got 163 episodes. Feel free to choose one to listen. You know, help yourself. Okay, so this is this is uh, your host, Pico Stanis of Vanishing Island Stories. Thank you again for joining me, and uh, everyone have a wonderful day. It's going to be a nice weekend in September. And here's Ray Rainer saying bye-bye for now with a little traveling music, and here's bye-bye from me. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>